This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 134 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. Last week, we learned all about what is a baited field and the definition by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service of what bait is and hunting over a baited field. This week, we're going to learn all about five simple things that you can do if and when you are ever being checked by a game warden while hunting in the field. It's truly not if you're going to be checked, it's when you're going to be checked. There are things that you can do to set the tone of the interaction. There is a specialized law enforcement that has the sole responsibility of protecting our natural resources, collectively referred to as game wardens. Depending on which state you're from, they may also be referred to as conservation police officers or CPOs. These men and women are the ones who interact with hunters and fishermen who make sure that those who are taking our natural resources are following the rules. Ensuring that hunters and fishermen are following the laws setting the seasons, bag limits, and means and methods are just some of the duties that game wardens are tasked with. Game wardens are probably the least known of all law enforcement officers. Most are state peace officers, which mean they must know all the state legislative laws as well as all the game and fish laws. Many times, game wardens work by themselves. They are oftentimes out of radio or cell service and all communications. While working alone, game wardens routinely encounter multiple armed violators that they must issue citations or have to take them into custody. Game wardens usually work much more than 40 hours a week and are oftentimes gone from their homes and their families for weeks on end. Needless to say, game wardens are very dedicated law enforcement officers. 
Unfortunately, we now live in a society where disrespecting law enforcement is becoming the norm for too many individuals within our communities. There are many individuals in our society that actively seek to harm our law enforcement officers. If you are in the field often enough, you will eventually encounter a game warden. How you react to that encounter can set the tone on how the interaction will go. It's important to remember that game wardens have a job to do, and they take that job very seriously. The game wardens I've spoken with have told me that there are things that sportsmen and women can do to make sure that any encounter is pleasant and uneventful. Game wardens are almost all in agreement in what you can do to keep yourself as well as the officer safe and what to do to avoid any misunderstandings. When you encounter a game warden, you should display a safe firearm, have all your documents ready for inspection, have a good attitude, comply with request, and do not look to be offended. The first thing that you should do when you see a game warden approaching is to display a safe firearm. A game warden knows that everyone they encounter is armed with either a firearm, a knife, or both. This ensures the safety on not only the game warden, but also your own safety. Remember, the game warden usually has no idea who they are walking up to, and they have no idea on their intent. If you see a game warden approaching from a distance, unload your firearm and leave the action open to display a safe firearm. It is always a good idea to lay your firearm on the ground, place it in a rack, or some other area that you can walk away from it. If the game warden appears suddenly, do not make any sudden moves with your firearm, and this includes unloading it. With your firearm pointed in a safe direction, acknowledge the game warden and wait for him or her to ask you to unload it. You can also, with your firearm still pointed in a safe direction, ask the game warden if you can unload it. The game warden may ask you to set the firearm down and have you move away in a safe distance. Remember, the game warden is allowed to give you lawful request for everyone's safety. It is important to remember that everyone is just a little jumpy these days, and that includes game wardens who just want to make it back home to their families. Several game wardens relayed stories to me regarding individuals who refuse to unload or place their firearms down. Luckily, the game wardens handled the situation professionally without anyone getting hurt. If you are hunting, you know that you need to have a hunting license, and that license is subject to inspection by a game warden. Most states also require a valid identification card to be on your person while engaged in hunting. Therefore, it should not be a surprise to anyone that a game warden is going to ask to see these documents. In addition to a hunting license and a valid identification card, there are other documents that might be asked to be inspected depending on the game you are hunting. These might include stamps, permits, and tags, as well as anything else you are required to be in possession of while hunting a specific animal or in a specific area. It should go without saying that these documents should be readily accessible. This means that everything should be able to be presented to the game warden immediately. 
all required documents should be carried in a way that you do not have to disrobe. If you are duck hunting and wearing waders, your documents should be stored in a waterproof bag in the top compartment of your waders. They should not be in the back pocket of the pants that you're wearing under several layers of clothing, including your waders. Licenses and other documents should not be left in the truck or back at camp. Game wardens are very busy and they want to move on just as much as you might want them to. Attitude. Most officers will tell you that an individual's attitude is the major factor when it comes to setting the tone of the encounter. That tone is usually established within the first 60 seconds. If an individual has a bad attitude from the start, it will probably inadvertently cause an escalation of tension. An individual that has a bad attitude is more likely to fail to display a safe firearm or to comply with lawful orders. Unfortunately, when this occurs, the game warden will have to address this increase in tension through the force control continuum. This allows any peace officer to use one force higher than the force used against him or her. Fortunately, most peace officers are trained in and can effectively use de-escalation techniques. There is no reason to have a bad attitude. After all, you're hunting. You're outdoors, you're in the woods and waters, and as the old saying goes, a bad day hunting is better than a great day in the office. If you start out happy, you have no excuse to not have a good attitude when you meet the game warden. If you have a good attitude when you meet a game warden, you are sure to have a good attitude when the game warden leaves. If you have a bad attitude when you meet the game warden, you are sure to have a bad attitude when the game warden leaves, especially with a ticket probably in your hand. Next, it is always important that you should comply with any lawful request by a law enforcement officer. This includes game wardens. A game warden will ask the hunter to do specific things during an encounter to keep all parties safe and to efficiently perform an inspection of game and any equipment used to take the natural resources. The failure to comply with the request from a game warden is the surest way to increase the tension of the encounter. This can lead to citations or possibly an arrest. The quickest way to complete an inspection and get back to hunting is to comply with any request from the game warden. Do not take anything personally. Remember, game wardens are just doing their job. We now live in a society of individuals who are looking to be offended. Just like in any profession, game wardens go through a process to achieve an end. In the case of a game warden, he or she is to conduct an inspection to make sure that all game and fish laws are being followed. There is no ulterior motive in their inspections other than to just do their job. Several wardens relayed stories that provided examples of those who are looking to be offended. One game warden told me how he asked a waterfowl hunter on dry land who was wearing waders for his hunting license and identification. Because the hunter did not have his documents where they were readily accessible, he had to lower his waders to get to his pant pockets to retrieve them. 
The hunter then loudly protested, claiming the game warden had him disrobe in front of his family to humiliate him. Happy people tend to be happy hunters. Unhappy people tend to be unhappy hunters. The vast majority of game wardens and conservation officers whom I've encountered over the years through personally when hunting or professionally throughout my career have been a very positive role model in their communities. They're very happy and optimistic people, and you can tell they definitely love their jobs and what they do. By having a positive attitude every time you're in the field, everyone you encounter, especially if it happens to be a game warden, attitudes are contagious. If you have a good one, it will definitely rub off to the other person. If you have a bad attitude or a negative attitude, that too will rub off as well. Just remember, you are who you surround yourself with, and a good day is always better in the field. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters, and making memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you have heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.